right, you guys, welcome back to It Hurts to Be Pretty podcast. I would have to say all week long in my dreams in the middle of the night, I was saying, It, it hurts, hurts to be what? That was the new Uncut Jams. You guys, so- that was so terrible. <laughs> no, but I, uh, we were making fun of you all week, I have to admit. But I mean, I thought it was catchy. I like the, the you yourself and you, it not a single person <laughs> other than you. Okay, if you go back to our very first jingle, you'll know what we're talking about because Lexi says, it hurts to be what? (laughs) She has has a secret gift to sing and I think, you know, she's just hiding from her calling. But anyway, I'm excited to um, be part of the podcast again. Thanks for having me on. (laughs) You're so welcome. I'm I'm so happy to have you here. And tell us, you just got back from Miami with a little special something on your chest. What is it? (laughs) Uh, yes, a sunburn. I, you know, it's crazy because I lathered it on except for my chest. I don't know what I was thinking. And I'm the whitest brown girl you'll ever meet and my son as well. So Gabby's sunburn on her right side of her body. <laughs> Ezra, Ezra could give two shits. He was just in the ocean, just swimming away. And he's like, I don't feel nothing. I think I'm fine. <laughs> and then when we get back inside, we're all sunburned. So that was great. Um, do as I say, not as I do, I guess. That yeah, kind of we're going to we're going to drop you in a bucket of aloe, I said. <laughs> I um, it's not what I wanted to have on my chest. But anyway, what uh, you're sick, but you're feeling a little better. And that's why you sound super extra sexy with your voice. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love a raspy voice, right? You like my raspy voice. I do it sexy. Angel has an immune system of fucking steel. <laughs> She's never sick. Someone could spit in her mouth with COVID and she wouldn't get sick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. I just, I don't, I have no idea. You have uh, no idea, but you do have some thoughts from the plane that you were going to share with me. Oh, no, I always jot down thoughts. I mean, there was a screaming baby uh, in front of me. So that Fuck was that. that was nice to pay an extra $100 for a luxury seat just to sit <laughs> behind a screaming baby. And me and Gabby just put on our earpods and I listened to uh, my book for the second time, which are Habits. It's one of my favorite Who's books. Who's it by? God, I don't know. What have you learned? What habits should we all start implementing? <laughs> Make your bed every day. I do Wash that. your face every day. Yeah. I mean, it talks about little habits and how to break. You have to replace it and with a better habit. So, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, well, it's about to be daylight saving. So I'm going to set some resolutions for the new sunny upcoming quarter <laughs> of the, the year. Don't you do that for New Year's? <laughs> I didn't set them for New Year's. Oh, well, you do it for <laughs> time change? What? <laughs> I already like, I, I no set my New Year's. You. Like, my New Year's broke she them. She set resolutions for time change. <laughs> I know. Any How excuse. time to work? <laughs> That's a good one. Oh um, my God. No, but really, I, I, when are we changing that? Because I would be really excited about that. <laughs> the time change? Yeah. Sunday. Oh, okay, good. Or, Saturday at midnight. No. Oh, is okay. that technically Sunday? Whatever you want it to be. The sun's going to be out later and we're going to frolic in the sun yes. and have a dandy old time. <laughs> All right. What are we doing today? We're, we're going to answer some of these questions. So, yeah. It goes down in the DM. You guys are writing some funny shit. down in the DM. And don't hold back. Feel free. Anytime you have a question, write us in. We love to answer them. But we're going to get into it. I'm going to surprise Angel. We have a list of about 100 questions so we'll start with our top five today 
That's a lot. Oh, I was going to say, we're answering 100 questions. <laughs> Let me order food. <laughs> I know. Food, drinks. Um, okay. No, just five. Yeah, let's get straight to it. And you're going to answer some of these questions as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to help. Some of them are very specific to you. Uh, so question one, relationship advice. Re- uh, question one, we, did we find out your body count from last oh, shit. two episodes? Did you say your body count? Was no. 30? No, no, not 30. She's lying. All right, I'll find out by the end of the episode. I got to look it up. If you're weird like me back in college, um, I had an ongoing list on the notes app on my phone to keep track. I'm going to find that for everyone. We want to know the body count. All right, shoot the question. What right, relationship advice. That's all they wrote. They want relationship advice. They want relationship advice for someone who's been divorced twice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a red flag is a fucking red flag. So if you if you are not listening to your intuition, um, shame on you. You're going to keep going through the same test over and over. But that's hard. How do you know if your intuition is correct? Sometimes, you know. I, I honestly, I mean, I like to give relationship advice when you guys are going through stuff because I think you can learn from people who have made mistakes and I clearly have made mistakes. Um, but I do think that my relationship advice is communication always because that's in business, that's in life, you know, even with my kids this weekend, communication is key because if you hold stuff in, it festers and it becomes bitterness and jealousy and all these other crazy things. But, um, I can't, I'm not in a relationship right now. So hit me up seven, two, zero, three, five. Hey, (laughs) we don't want to be giving out your personal number. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, so my question is, how do you deal with a partner who is a terrible communicator? Cause that's an issue that I have, um, and struggle to deal with is just, they shut down. So, um, I, th- well, it's hard because my, my first husband didn't communicate very well. So he's more of an introvert and I think either, uh, therapy or look him in the eyes and say, fucking talk to me. <laughs> I think you have to ask questions that are open-ended. And also you have to be willing to communicate and just kind of know his love language. Because it's hard. Men don't usually talk because they want to talk. They just don't, you know, share their feelings. You have to kind of uh, pick a time where he's a little more vulnerable. They say usually for men it's after they come. So have sex and then ask your deepest, darkest questions. Yeah, like done. Yeah. I'll do it when I get home. <laughs> we want an we want an update. Right. Next question. <laughs> so this is a uh, my question. So what's your dating life like now? I thought this was a skincare. Uh, we'll get there. Break. We'll get there. Okay. This is an icebreaker. All right, fine. Um, what what's the question? I'm sorry. What what's your dating life like now? <laughs> what are you doing? Are you seeing anyone? Are you dating around? I'm not dating anybody. I have not kissed anybody. I'm not talking. I don't get any good morning beautifuls. I just, if I'm not into someone or I see a red flag, I just stop texting. Or I just let them know right right away that I'm not into them. Um, because if I know it's not going to go anywhere. Uh, like there's a one boy that I do like. A boy. He, he, well, he's not a boy. He's 28 and he's super sweet. Um and he knows who he is. He's adorbs, but I just can't see it going anywhere. So I have to keep my distance from him. And um, but yeah, I don't. I don't have a dating life. I think about getting on dating apps, and even when I was in Florida, I thought about it. But 
you know, I just want him to fall from the sky, from the heavens. And he just might. <laughs> and sit on he my lap. Might. <laughs> you can um, Come to mama. <laughs> DM me and we're going to set up a blind dating session for Angel. So Lexi at skincarebyangel.com. Okay, next question. What the fuck do I do with Milia? So first, what what's Milia? So Milia's those little white heads that people get that um, have not been exposed to oxygen. So they're white. White heads and black heads are the same thing. But Milia are those little white heads on your skin. And they can also be on your body, uh, built up dead skin and oil, basically. Where are they most typically found? Like, I know a lot of people come in to have them extracted under their eyes. Yeah, you got to be careful because sometimes they're in eye creams. Um, if you're super oily, that can happen. If you're using a wrong pro- product that's too occlusive for you, you got to just check your ingredients. But, you know, I mean, they can happen, but they're also curable. So so no slugging if you have milia. <laughs> well, not with, aqua- with Aquaphor. What is slugging? So for slugging. people who don't know. Because that's a term. I knew what it was. I didn't know it had a name for it, but now it's slugging on TikTok, which, you know, to me, I'm thinking slap the shit out of someone with some cream. Good punch in the face for good skin. <laughs> I'm going to slug you with some slime. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, slugging is basically you apply all of your skincare, so all those good serums, active ingredients, and then you apply a thin layer of Aquaphor or uh, Vaseline over the entire face. So those ingredients are able to penetrate and you don't lose any moisture from the skin overnight. So if I did that, I'd wake up looking like a pepperoni pizza. <laughs> but I do it. I do Aquaphor underneath my eyes. That's Jen Aniston's secret oh. to looking young. I'm sure that's the only thing she's doing. Me and her are besties. <laughs> Next question. Okay, well, you never answered. So what can they do oh. about their milia at home? Is there a certain product or... You want to get something that has like glycolic, salicylic, lactic to help control the oil. Um, that'll help the exfoliation pads that we have. Uh, Dr. Gross has some pads that are over the counter. Those also help with controlling milia. But, you know, if it's ready and it, it can be popped, a little needle goes a long way. Ooh, make don't sure try that at home, though. Make sure it's clean. <laughs> I would. And what about under the eyes? Can you apply those I acids? I would not try to pop those ones underneath your eyes. The skin is so thin that you can cause broken capillaries. I've had to, to laser some veins under there because people try to pop their zits under their eyes. Not safe. So Just have a professional. professional. All right. Next question. Should I pop a whitehead? That's all she wrote. So let's dive into extractions at Have home. you popped a whitehead before? Have I popped a whitehead? Yes. Did it end well? <laughs> no. You know, now that I'm an esthetician, it goes a little bit better than it did before. But even so, there's some areas where, you know, it just starts bleeding and it's really hard to see. So how should someone pop a whitehead at home, if at all? You have to be careful if it's ready because sometimes you think it's ready. Like my daughter had a zit this weekend and it was white. She had a zit? Yeah. Wow. And she's acne prone. So she had a zit on her forehead and the first day it wasn't ready. So I made her wait and she's like, oh, I want to pop it. So the second day it was ready. Um, I put, I make sure it's warm. I put a warm compress for about two minutes or so. Get it kind of ready. I press down and then up and it comes right out. 
if it does not come out within the first or second push, I would not try to mess with it because you're just going to cause scarring. Just wait for some extractions. I mean, that's what I would do. How do you know when it's ready? What does it look like? What should it feel like? It looks white. You can feel the pressure almost. Uh, the ones that you can't see a white head or a black head are underneath the surface. Those are the ones that you think are ready and you're hoping they're ready, but they're not. So you want to avoid those. All right. So down, in and up. Down, up. <laughs> <laughs> Skip the end. <laughs> down, in and up. <laughs> I up don't know. Done. Okay, next question. It's Monday. Okay. So we're getting a lot of questions about body acne. So my favorite one, um, how to handle and treat back me. Sad face. I've been consistent with my boyfriend, but it doesn't go away. So first of all, what are you being consistent with? I think that's the number one thing to address, right? A lot of people get back knee from working out from their T-strap bra line. Um, a lot of people claim that they shower right when they get home. And I just don't believe them because I can tell the lineup of the acne. So try to shower. They have showers at the gym just to rinse off and rinse off that dirt and debris and sweat. Um, but also get a loofah. Having the loofah with the stick at the end and able to actually scrub and exfoliate your back. The, th the skin is so thick back there. So try to exfoliate it as good as you can. But I would suggest you definitely seeing a professional. Uh, there's peels that we can do. Um, there's also medication that you can take if you go see a derm. Um, spirolactone is one of my favorites. Uh, 50 to 100 milligrams, I think, definitely helps control a little bit of the acne. As well as topical, something with BP in it, benzoyl peroxide. So I, some of my patients that have acne, I have them use a loofah and then also put the BP wash to help, just depending on the severity of the acne on the back. You know, one or two pimples is different, but when it's actually, you know, pretty severe, that's when they want some good wash for their back. So something interesting, when I was in high school, my face acne was clearing up, but then I was getting severe back acne. And one thing that I also increased at that time period was whey protein. I was drinking a whey protein shake every single morning with a banana. So whether it be the high fructose, the whey protein, I was getting really bad back knee. And it just started since I drank the protein. So, mm. you know, diet could also be a factor. It's interesting. It was just on my back and not my face at that point in time. Yeah. But um, that's why we encourage um, the vegan, the plant-based protein. I drink the plant-based and I'm not acne prone. I just like it better on my on my stomach anyway. I cut out protein powders before we started recording. I was eating a cold sausage patty from my backpack. So first of all, she took the bite and then she's like, I wonder if it's cooked. You know, after she it. takes one bite. I didn't swallow it at that point. <laughs> she didn't swallow. Okay, next question. So one more thing in terms of the body acne. We got two questions actually about boob acne. Would you treat that the same way? Yeah, same way. I mean, the body is thicker than the face. Also, I encourage anyone who has bigger breasts to powder in the crevices um, because that helps absorb some of the sweat and oil throughout the day. Like what type of powder? Baby powder? <laughs> baking powder. <laughs> baby, baby, and baking. Any powder you got at home, just put on your titties. Uh, I, baby powder, yes. It helps okay. soak up some of that oil. And those won't clog the pores. Any crevices. 
Well, it's better than having tons of sweat. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next, the most painful skin treatment you've ever had. Personally? Yeah. Um, Laser hair removal on my hoo-ha. Hmm. Very painful. Like... What does it feel like? It's... Well, the, the more coarse your hair is, the more it hurts. So the first two to three sessions is pretty torturous. But it's so worth it because, you know, bald You've eagle. been begging me, <laughs> begging me to for you to laser my hoo-ha, <laughs> and I've turned her away. I, I don't know, need I my boss know. seeing my vagina. I know, but I've seen them all. I know. Seen one, seen them all. That's what my mom says about vaginas and boobs. Yeah. It's kind of true. Same thing about buttholes. Like, when you <laughs> laser so many, you're just like, okay, well, turn around, flip it. Reverse it. So we have a funny story, a little side note. We had a client show up for a laser hair removal session, bikini, and she just got back from a 40-mile bike ride, I think it was. (laughs) She walks in. She was late to her appointment because of the bike ride. But that's not the end of the story. Oh, God. Because she was on her period. Oh, Jesus. I mean, (laughs) so what do you do at that point? Do they put in a tampon and then... Sorry if you're a male listener. It is what it is. Um, So... She went to the bathroom, but I, at that time, we were not wearing masks, so I put on a mask Ooh. because <sighs> it was pretty bad, and I just did the treatment as fast as I could. So, it was fine. I mean, when you're in this industry, you see it all. What she- is the most cringe thing that's happened in your treatment room with a client? One of them that I can think of, he, this was about six years ago, and he played for the Nuggets. And he came inside the treatment room, and he was late. Some of the athletes that I used to laser were always late. And he's like, I totally forgot my shaver. So he had to um, call in a shaver, someone to bring in the shaver. So someone brought a shaver. Like a razor? Yeah. And he dropped his pants and said, can you shave me? And... (laughs) How so? First of all, that's not my job to shave a man's balls and private area. They should. Part of the treatment is you you come shaved, and he's like, "I'm so sorry." And no, I get a lot of people asking, "Does their pee pee get hard?" It does not get hard because the laser hair removal hurts. So he's in no way turned on. That'd be a sick fuck if he popped a boner during that. (laughs) (laughs) But he was like, "I just need help because I can't reach some of my crevices." And I was like, I do not get paid for this. Like, in my mind, I was like, oh, my gosh, help me. Um, But he did have a beautiful penis. Did he bend over? Like, how in-depth did you have to get with the shaving? Yeah, the butt and everything. Jesus. Yeah, because men don't like the shaving when they're playing basketball sports. But that was cringe. I was like, ugh. So I asked him, future, to, like, from now on, please shave yourself. So, yeah, that was pretty cringe. Yeah, I don't I don't think I'll ever want to do that in my career. <laughs> All right. We got a skincare product question. Um, yeah. What skincare products are the biggest waste of money? I feel like you could get into this way in depth. But what would you say? Top three. Uh, the the water that's trending now that they sell. Micellar. Micellar water. Um, toners. In my opinion, this is my opinion. I just think it's a waste of money. Eye creams, most of them are definitely, unless they have a retinol 
or a good hyaluronic acid in the eye cream. But most of them are just a glorified moisturizer, in my opinion. Um, I think those are my top few that I can think of. Why toner? Why don't you like it? I have my own reasons as well, and I agree. I just have never been a fan of it. I feel like if you double cleanse your skin and you do it right, then there is really no need for a toner, in my opinion. I just think it's a waste, just like the water. It's just more money spent on something that's not going to actually create I'd rather them send, spend that money towards a good, moisture, or good moisturizer, good cleanser, maybe towards a exfoliating brush like a Luna or Foreo, which definitely... They move 6,000 times per second, so they're cleaning your face better than your hands. You answered another question I was going to ask you. So should you use electronic cleansing devices? So I'm sure that varies with skin type, whether you have acne, but what's your opinion? Yeah, some people overuse everything, right? I think that if you use it too much, it's a bad thing. If you don't use it enough, it's a bad thing. So I think using it once a day once every other day, depending on your skin, right? Not everybody's the same. So if your skin's a little more sensitive, use it once every other day. But definitely, I mean, if you've ever cleansed your face with your hands and then use the brush as a second cleanse, you can see the debris and the dirt on the on the brush. So it definitely cleans. I compare it to um, a, a Sonicare for the teeth. Like you can have a toothbrush or you can have a really fucking good toothbrush. So... I think with a cleansing device, it just helps clean your face a little better, especially those who suffer from um, texture issues, blackheads, whiteheads, definitely a must. Especially the silicone um, options out there. Clarisonic, I know that they are no more, um, but bacteria can definitely build up on those bristles. So looking for something Why that you Why don't you like it? I don't not like it. The toner. Same opinions as you. I think if I'm going to spend money on a skincare product, toner isn't going to create significant change. Mm. I know in the past um, they were kind of used more of an astringent um, to remove excess dirt and oil. Now they've amped them up. They could be moisturizing or have a targeted active ingredient. But why waste your money on that when you're already going to use a serum at night or your retinol or something that has the active ingredients? But back to the cleansing. So I've started doing this, I want to say the past two months. And my friend's mom taught me. I take a white microfiber cloth in the shower at night when I wash my face. I will double cleanse. And then I will use the microfiber cloth with a little bit of cleanser on it to do a third cleanse. It is insane how much more shit comes off of your face that third time. Mm, where and do you get this cloth? Amazon. Nice. Just make sure it's really soft. Don't use like a terry cloth or something that's going to scratch up your skin. But the key is they have to be white. It's gratifying. Is that the word? Yeah. Gratifying. Uh, it's satisfying <laughs> <laughs> to see all the extra makeup. And I don't even wear makeup. I wear tinted SPF. Every night, third cleanse, it's a brown and dirty cloth. So nice. Implement that. They're so cheap. It's like 10 bucks for 20 of them we on Amazon. Love a good buy. That's yeah. good. I'll have to try it just because I like to see shit on the cloth. <laughs> <laughs> it's satisfying. It's like it watching satisfying. a pimple popping video. Totally. We'll is. send each other pictures of our cloths at night. <laughs> see who has the dirtier face. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's look for this next question here. 
Okay, next. Good habits for good skin. That's all they wrote. Mm. Consistency. I feel like um, I talked about this earlier um, last week. If I just went to the gym once, which I used to do, by the way. I used to go to the gym one time, and that's how I started. And I was like, okay. It built up a love for going and staying fit. If you just do your skincare one time, or if you just see a medical professional one time, then you can't expect these amazing results. However, there's some people I've been seeing their skin for the last 15 years, and I can see how their skin is healthy. Or I can see people that I've been seeing for the last two years and from when I first met them because they're consistent. And that doesn't mean spending expensive treatments every single month. That means being diligent and saying, hey, I'm making my skin a priority and I'm going to be able to see my results. You're going to begin to see your skin get healthier. And it's not about looking younger, in my opinion. It's about looking healthy. I can tell when my skin doesn't look healthy. If I drank too much that night, if I didn't wash my face properly, if I'm using shit products, I can tell when my skin looks dull. So consistency is going to be key. There's no magic formula. It's literally going to be to be consistent. And what do you consider consistent? I know, you know, it's hard to be patient when you're struggling with certain skin issues. But I mean, there were times when I would bop between products after a week. Well, you you said it right. Like after a week, you're discouraged. We live in a generation where we want things instant. We pay the money. We want to see it right away. And that's not going to happen. Not with skincare. You're going to have to say, I'm in this for the long haul and I want my skin to improve. And if you have acne, and we both have seen this, it has ups and downs. Like even when I first hired you, your skin wasn't at its best. You broke out a lot on your chin. And you could have been like, screw this. I don't want to, you know, get it's easy to get discouraged when you do have melasma, when you do have rosacea and, you know, skin conditions. But if you stay consistent, and what I mean, what I mean by consistency is better products, even if it's just your basics, and seeing someone regularly for a facial extractions, whatever your budget is, but you stay consistent because that's when your skin begins to get healthy. And if someone is not seeing an esthetician, at what point should they say, screw it, it's been X amount of months, this isn't working, I'm trying something new? Um, If they're not seeing results, like after second treatment, I mean, your skin should be getting better. What about products at home? Products at home should work for you. If you're not seeing improvement, I would say within the first two weeks. Two weeks, okay. Yeah, I see it. I feel like even with my acne clients, they see, even if it's minimal, they see some improvement. Like I've noticed my skin, I mean, it's not completely clear, but I notice it's improving a little. At least you know it's working. There's also that thing where someone's been on a product, um, what is it called? It's like when they're on it forever and their skin kind of just gets used to it and it stops working. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, creature of habit, someone like me, I use, I'll use the same thing if someone doesn't tell me to use it something different so for me i'm also a believer in your skin changes just like your body changes so it doesn't need to always be on something aggressive if you're not you know you got to change with what your skin is going through as well and i like to change with my seasons as you know depending on what my skin's feeling whether it's more dry more moisturized that kind of thing cool (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm I'm zoned out for half a second um, about the daylight savings. Let's full circle back onto this. <laughs> so let's end the episode. What is your what is your goal for daylight savings? Your 2022. I didn't know we had to make goals for daylight let's savings. Make this it. is something new. Like the, I have never ever in my life heard of this. So. I like to write goals at the beginning of each month anyway. So at the top of the month, I'll always set goals for the for my business and for personal. So one of my goals is I want to be kissed and kissed often. All right. <laughs> All right. I don't have a goal right now. It caught me off guard. I don't know. Like I have a whole list, but those are private and for me. Um, so I would say a goal. I want a two pack. Like Tupac? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, you know, people have a six pack and an eight pack on their stomach. I want two. <laughs> I mean, you're already there. I would say you have a one pack because your stomach is flat. It's a, I want little two little bumps. All right, we can get there. I'll contour it on. Bring my makeup in. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have a goal of trying my best. To not cuss as much. Fuck. <laughs> That's hard. Yeah, exactly. So because especially if my daughter listens, I don't like her to hear me cuss that much. She doesn't cuss. We don't cuss in front of each other. Oh. We don't like to. That's sweet. My dad and mom were the ones who taught me cuss words. <laughs> You're all like, That's on accident. <laughs> yeah. um, are you going to ask me what my goal is? Uh, what's your goal <laughs> since we're doing this now? It's a thing. You know, I I didn't really think about mine either. So I have, I have so until Sunday. Up, you made up the damn holiday, but you, you don't have a... I have until Sunday. Just say, just one thing. Just boom. All right. My number one off the top of my head is creating a better PM routine and sleep schedule. You know, I'll roll, roll into work. <laughs> the, the, that's because you didn't go to sleep until like midnight. I or, know. And I can't o'clock. help it. So I... My brain is active at night and not active in the morning. So <laughs> my number one goal is to create a schedule where I'm able to fall asleep before midnight, come into work refreshed, whether that be putting away my phone, not answering texts that you send me at 11 p.m. But Why aren't you answering? <laughs> but anyways, think about it, guys. What is your daylight savings goal? In next episode, we're going to have ours. By the way, that's not a thing. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Bye.